0: It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and
1: influencers.
0: Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now here's your host, Troy Holden.
2: Good morning and welcome back to Portland's Morning Brew. This is the Chamber of Commerce podcast where we learn more about the community, things going on in the community, whether it be government, whether it be business, or whether it be something like today where we're learning about a new dementia support group called Haven. And we want to welcome Bonnie Fassell and Terry Law. We, we are pleased to have you two and anxious to hear about how all this got started. Good morning.
1: Good morning. We appreciate you having us on. We have a, we're have we trying to get the word out because we think we have a very good uh, program to offer to people in our community.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of those things that is getting more and more attention. Um, I become more aware of it as I'm aging and I'm seeing friends who have parents or even friends, actually, because uh, I just turned 60 last week and I'm starting to see more of of uh, talk and things going on with dementia-related illness. Um, so, tell us, how did this come to be that someone decides we need to do this?
1: Well, there had been a dementia support group uh, before COVID, and that sort of fell uh, by the wayside with the COVID, uh, all the restrictions of gatherings and things like that. But. Uh, I have known Joanne Perdue for a number of years, and her husband suffered from dementia. And then shortly, um, my husband got a mild case of dementia, um, but he passed away with a heart attack before before it got very severe. But I was at the radio station with a friend one day, and she said, let's go have lunch at uh, breakfast at Top of the Ridge. And we went over, and I just accidentally ran into Joanne Purdue and she said, I want to talk to you. And so we talked, and she said, we really need to get a support group going in Portland. And I looked at her, and we talked for a minute, and I said, well, let's get it done. And we organized a group of 14 people who started meeting in May at my house, um, and that group stayed together really tightly. And still, um, we have the same core group of 14 people that are leaders in our community. And I was able to get on the phone and call some people that I thought might be interested in helpings. We have nurses, we have doctors, we have um, retired teachers, we have city employees, retired city employees. And we just got a really good mixture of people that have qualities that we needed. And we sort of felt that that group um, was sort of God driven. We just, it's an unusual group. It's not people that I normally um, would have come to my house and for a meal. They were friends, just, you know, and we just bonded together with this. And uh, Terry, you might add to that a little bit, how we um, got um, everybody involved.
0: You know, Troy, I'm going to tell you that uh, when Miss Bonnie calls, you answer the phone. When Miss Bonnie asks, you say, okay. And that brought a lot of this group into play. Some of us had her as our librarian at our elementary school. Some of us had her husband coach as our driver's ed teacher. And then we had, of course, Joanne and Fred and and the businesses that he had. It just, it is a need. And when she asked, it's very near and dear to my heart because I have dealt with people with dementia for over 25 years in my profession as a nurse, as well now as an end-of-life doula. So it's something that we need people to understand more. Dementia is not something to fear or to hide. It's just like a congestive heart failure or COPD. It's mm-hmm. something your loved one is living with, and we still need to love the person that's there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine the the rush of feelings people get when deciding how they're going to deal with this. There's everything, as you mentioned, fear to stress, embarrassment, um, you know, not, maybe not knowing anyone else that's dealt with it. And I have seen some people just try to handle it all on their own. And it there, there's just no way this is way too overwhelming by the stats that you had sent me 50 million individuals worldwide suffer from dementia around 10 million new cases annually, Tennessee showing over 120,000 65 and older living with Alzheimer's. And that doesn't include other dementias. Um, Look at all of that times the families that are involved in what they're dealing with. So that's what this group is for, right? It's that type of support to help you get through it.
1: Yes, it is. And we, um, We are meeting twice a month. Our first meeting is uh, on the first Sunday of the month, and we have that at uh, Highland um, Seventh-day Adventist Church. They have facilities that we needed two rooms, one for the caregivers and one if they need to uh, or want to bring their uh, the one they're caring for. We'll have activities for them. And then our second meeting of the month is on the third Thursday, which is coming up this week uh, at First Baptist Church. And we also have two rooms there, and uh, caregivers are invited as well as their loved ones. And we will have activities there too for both groups. And um, we encourage people to get the word out for us. Um, it's just a uh, people that have that are caring for ones with dementia. It can be a long, long, drawn out event, and you you may be involved twenty four seven, and you just need some time um to, to focus on what you can do that will be advantageous for the person suffering from dementia. And we're trying to give resources and suggestions and just offer a place for someone who's a caregiver for us to listen to them. I think Terry, you did the post-it notes. Tell can you do you remember what all the things Oh I did. Put? I still
0: have them with me, Miss Bonnie.
1: Um, the, the
0: meetings that we started out with on our first meeting, Troy, we asked, are you a caregiver at present? And what do you want to gain from participating in this group? A, a lot of our people there had either were either a caregiver or had been because some of them's loved one had passed away. And that's what actually brought them to this group. Mm-hmm. The number one thing that came up, that people wanted was a safe place to share and be loved and be respected mm-hmm. because when they're dealing with dementia and they're afraid to take their loved one to the restaurant because he might spill stuff or he might say things that are wrong or uh, might not get out of the car when we get there and, and a scene entails you quit going out you get isolated and they don't want anybody to know, so they refuse to go out. And it just becomes um, such a stressful environment for the caregivers. So Haven is a name that was chosen, and there was a very good reason why Haven was chosen is because it is a safe retreat. It is a place that you go. The people that got together named it when they first started talking about it. They had a Bible verse of Psalms 107 30, which is he brought them to their desired haven. And that's what we bring to the group is that we want everybody to understand that it is a safe place and it is welcomed and open to all that are dealing with dementias that we hold open minds and open spaces for them, and that we want to hear their stories. We want them to ask their questions, and we want to be able to find support services for them when they want or need them.
2: That's awesome. It is it's really great. I'm, I'm enjoying hearing this because there's so many things, opportunities that we have in life to give back and to support and help. And, um, just knowing that this is being done because it's, uh, you know, I have a very, uh, close friend of the family that, um, the husband, uh, has had dementia for probably he's been, I'm going to say six, seven years. And when my dad passed, um, Every time we'll see him after that, he's always asking where he's at. And, you know, and and I just can't imagine, you know, I get 10 minutes of that. I can't imagine the caregiver who is all day, all night trying to cope with that and understand it. And as you said, needing someone to express things to and talk to and share with so they know they're not the only person going through that.
1: You're right about that. I think that that's what we want to offer. We want to give them just a time where they can sit down and we can listen to them. Uh, at our last meeting, we passed out a little brochure with uh, little some guidance on things you can say in response to questions they might ask because you don't want to uh, get them uh, upset because you keep telling them they're wrong or they're incorrect. And so we're offering, you know, little informations like that. We're not trained uh, people to take to treat dementia, but we're a re- we're there to offer resources and direction. Wouldn't you say that Terry's more our need is just to offer them directions toward resources?
0: Absolutely. The biggest problem that I see with people that are facing dementia as a diagnosis and it's coming into their family is who do I trust and where do I go? And this group was not established just for Portland. It Anybody in Westmoreland, Gallatin, White House, New Deal, Bethpage, we want people to know that there is a resource that's available. And when something comes up at our meeting at the Adventist Church, one of our members came in and he said, well, she just doesn't want anybody to know. And we all kind of laughed and said, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. And he said, is that normal? I said, oh, yes. And it's just reassurance. It's knowing that there's somebody there that has hopefully walked through some of the same things that you have and can tell you what their path was. Every path is different. There is not a rule book in dementia's that you can go by and say, this is what's going to happen next. And that's what's so concerning to everybody. Somebody will say, well, my my loved one did this, so this is what yours is going to do. And it never happens. So they're very confused or something different happens. This group wants to be a support of the mind and the body and the spirit And that's why we had several churches from Portland all come together. We had churches attend our meeting saying our pastor wanted us to come and learn what this is about and how we might get involved. So I hope from this support group, We might come up with a list of people that would just be available if you needed to go to the doctor on an emergency that there might be someone that could help. Mm -hmm. Maybe you find out your neighbor down the street is one of those people that's willing to help. We don't know if we don't first let people know, and that's the hardest thing. People want to hide dementia. It can be beautiful. I tell everybody the story about my grandmother who had Alzheimer's And she was living in the nursing home and the tech came running around the corner one day and said, we got a problem. I said, what is it? She says, your granny says she's getting married today. I said, good, let's go. (laughs) And we sat there and talked to her about her wedding day. Well, obviously I wasn't there, but I learned so much more because her mind was so clear about her wedding day that day. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So
0: it's just you need to know that it is okay, And we Mm -hmm. live in their world unless it is harmful to themselves or others, just live where they are today. If they're 12, it's okay. If they think you're their mother, that's okay too, because mother was a safe person to them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, it is it is amazing the differences, you know, like you said, case by case, uh, everything, and there's no one size fits all, and this is just a, a great thing. Um for for the people in the community, I'm really uh, pleased to hear about the church's involvement um, because that is where you're going to get really good volunteers. A lot of times, people wanting to help somebody, and and uh, that's great. Let's let's go over once again, and I'll just read these off. These times and locations are the first Sunday of the month at 2 p.m. at Highland Seventh Day Adventist Church and the third Thursday of the month at 2 p.m. at First Baptist Church in Portland. Um, You also have a Facebook page established. I believe it is, uh, if you do the facebook.com slash Haven Portland, you can go there. And for anyone that just wants to reach out and ask more questions, or is it just best to come to one of the meetings, or should they reach out to you guys individually?
1: Well, we have a phone number on the back of the cards that we've placed around town. And mm-hmm. that um, I don't have that right there with me. I think um, it's on the card if we have those okay. that- very of the restaurants and doctors' offices and things.
2: Okay. In town. Okay. Um, and we'll put that. We'll put that in the uh, the notes for the podcast. So if anybody is listening, they can scroll down to the comments and okay. get this oh, information as well. Number. So they'll they'll get all of that. And um, so, if there's, and me,
1: uh, can I just say this that we sure. chose we chose two p.m. for a reason because Terry can probably explain it better than I am can, but A lot of times people with dementia will get sundowners. Terry, can you talk about that a minute?
0: Before? Uh, Mm -hmm. As the evening progresses, sometimes behaviors come up and it's more difficult to get away from your loved one. So, we wanted to pick a time, Troy, that would be as convenient for the caregivers to try to get away Mm -hmm. and also have the loved one in a behavior that they would feel comfortable bringing them if they wanted to and letting them participate in activities that are there. So, there was a lot of thought went into where and what time and the weeks and that type thing to try to make it as convenient for people as we can. Mm -hmm. And just to get the phone number on here because I have one of the cards with me, Troy. Sure. It's 615 325 3291. So they can call that number and tell them that they're interested in attending one of the Haven um support groups, or if they need to talk to someone that day, they'll try to reach out to the community members and see if we can help them. Our biggest goal is to get this information into all of our communities, into all of our churches, and have everybody using it as just a front line of defense to support, love, and guide send them to the professional people that they need for services. We've got great physicians in Portland, but our resources on adult day are not here. We don't have a local um, non-medical company that has an office here. We have plenty that support us if you need some help in your home or uh, adaptive equipment for your home it's just an endless array of questions that can come up and we want to be able to try to give some guidance so that they don't get caught in scams mm-hmm. everybody looks for somebody in a hurry that needs something Right. or getting inappropriate
1: care from somebody that might not be licensed or trained right And we would also like to ask people that might be listening to pass the word along for us. If you don't have anyone in your family affected with dementia, that's good. But many of us have and do. And we would ask you to pass the word along to those people and ask them to pick up a card if they see them at the various places we put around town. That phone number is on the back of the card and I do have mine now. Sorry, I didn't have it earlier, but um, thank you, Terry, for giving us that number. Um, And thank you. Troy for having us on today.
2: Well, this has been a joy. I think this is the type of thing that we really hope we get to have more of on the podcast where we can get this information out and hopefully get more people aware that there's something there. If you're dealing with this in your family, this is the type of support group that just could make things a lot more bearable for you. And, um, really want to encourage people if you're dealing with this type of thing to reach out, um, You've got the number, the cards are around town, and uh, and the understanding that this is the thing a lot of times for you, the caregiver, to get uh, some healthy support and and know that you're not alone in this, that uh, so many other people are going through some of the same things. And like Terry said, it may not be the exact same thing, but it's enough to where this support will really help you a lot. Thank you both for being on. I've really enjoyed this and um, look forward to seeing the growth and how things go for this, uh, this wonderful support group.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.